You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. It is the Oz Network coming to you today for another interview with an actor appearing on one of our three chain shows, main shows, if I know how to speak properly. Uh, of course, uh, lost one today for you, Andrea Gabriel, best known for playing Nadia on the show. Of course, Saeed's love interest, well, one of them at least. And uh, we talked to Andrea about her time on the show, how she got cast, working with Naveen Andrews, uh, working with Terry Quinn and Dominic Monaghan as well along the way, and uh, just what it was like, I guess, appearing on the show. And we uh, hear some very interesting stories in regards to that, uh, in stories, of course, in relation to the fans of Lost and, of course, Twilight fans, as she appeared in one of the Twilight films, and uh, just an update on her life, which involves a cat which is actually kind of interesting. So here's Andrea Gabriel. I'll chat with her right here on the Oz Network. Massive pleasure to be able to welcome our next guest here to the Oz Network as we continue on with interviews through uh, the shows that we're covering here. Of course, Lost is one of the main three that we are doing. And our next guest, best known as playing uh, Saeed's, well, one of Saeed's main love interests. We'll get to that, no one doubt, in this interview. <laughs> uh, one of many. One of many. Uh, Nadia, of course, uh, and is, of course, known for other projects across her uh, stellar career. I do, of course, speak of uh, Andrea Gabriel, who is on the line with us right now. Andrea, welcome to the Oz Network. Thanks for joining us today. Hi. Thanks for having me. It's... it's- Great. It's great to hear your accent. Thank you. It's great to hear yours as well. Um, I mean, it's great, to, it's great to hear your voices, but it's 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 a treat. It's a it's a difference. I like it. Yes, we do. You, you sound very different to what you do on the show. Yes, so we're excited to hear. It. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. You're, Just a little bit. If you want to do but, the know. interview in Nadia's accent, that's fine by us too. I mean, it's entirely up to you. <laughs> Oh, God. What a drag. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. But, I mean, it has been a while, I guess, since Lost. But, I mean, this was Just such... Just tell, tell, me, tell me whatever you want me to say. Yeah. Oh, well, oh, okay. Nadia's on the line. Hello, Nadia. Uh- <laughs> Nadia's Watch out for that car. <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> wow, this has just turned into lost role play. Um, but it's it's what been like well, eight years since the show ended, and here we are still talking about it. Uh, I mean, this is obviously something that I'm sure you yeah. still get uh, contacted about, talked about a lot. I mean, this is obviously such a big role in your career, wasn't it? Mm-hmm, yeah, it was a big deal. Absolutely, it was. Yeah, it was. It was actually the biggest thing that I had landed like ever. <laughs> and probably since, but <laughs> that's crazy. It's crazy. It was. It was a huge. Yeah, it was. I mean, I didn't know that it was going to be the kind of zeitgeist that it was. I had an idea that it was. Uh, it was a hit. You know, I knew that much because when I booked it, they had only shown. I think. Um, I think they only showed the pilot when I booked it. So I had actually missed that. I hadn't seen the pilot, and then they reran it the next weekend. And that's when I saw it, and I was like, okay, it's good. And then I started watching the show. So, you know, we saw, um, what was it, um, whatever the case may be, whatever, you know. And then, <laughs> and then there, was there also Tabula Rasa or something? Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Cool. I know, No offense to Kate and her backstory, but... Oh, I mean, you and Noah are going to get along fine and here. Then, he doesn't like the Kate episodes either, so <laughs> you two are going to be good friends. I'll sit in the background here. Okay. <laughs> awesome. And then, and then, like, the second that I kind of, like, I had already shot the episode, I think, when I came back and I saw Walkabout. And then I was like, okay, now. All right, then. 
like this is something and and that's when like i i because i was i was blown away by that episode mm-hmm. i don't know about you yeah oh yeah yeah with i love terry o'quinn terry o'quinn was probably one of my my favorite actors on that show i had a handful but he was like he was up there for sure mm-hmm. and so yeah, that episode and when you start to get like an indication that oh there aren't just polar bears and weird things and you know French loops like oh my god like this is this is deeper than we think that's when I was like okay this is and now I get it now I even get what I just shot you know what I mean <laughs> yeah well can you tell us a little bit about getting cast because obviously we saw your photo in an earlier episode before solitary which was obviously your first appearance uh, can you tell us a little mm-hmm. bit about getting cast and then about the initial kind of shooting and what they actually told you about the character of Nadia. Yeah, well, I I just got the audition just from my agent, like anybody would, and it was for the next day. I remember very well, <laughs> wow. and I had only moved out here like two. Yeah, I had moved out here like two years ago, and I still wasn't that accustomed to LA. So I remember being in a Rite Aid <laughs> <laughs> in Beverly Hills. <laughs> And, like, asking some random dude at the counter, like, do you know where this, is? like, Burbank, like, where this could be? <laughs> like, how, how can I get there with, by avoiding, like, you know, freeways? Because so, <laughs> I, I wasn't driving on freeways no, at the time. I... So he kind of was like, oh, yeah, it's pretty simple. Go there. I remember this very well. And um, I went home that night, and I had the script, and I just, you know, went over it, went over it. I still was not sure if I, I had it down but I felt I had some good choices and then the next day I go in of course I get lost <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was fate or you know some sort of a, a, a metaphor <laughs> but I remember walking into another office at ABC and being like um where is lost I mean it was just funny <laughs> these are the things that stand out to me about that like experience and the guy's like, oh, it's a great show. And I was like, yeah, I haven't seen it, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so he directs me down to where the casting is, and it's like its own little bungalow. And I go inside, just a room full of chicks, room full of chicks, like all over the show, because they were casting Danielle and Nadia at the same time. Oh, okay. Actually. Oh, oh. Yeah, so there were British chicks playing, uh, like there were some British chicks playing um, Danielle. It wasn't just. Like, it was whoever could do French, I think. Because um, I, Mira is actually from Czechoslovakia. Yeah, she's not even but, um, French. Yeah, she's not French. But I remember there was an actress who I really liked, who I'm so sorry. I can't remember her name right now. Um, uh, but I will write it to you later, so you can just interject <laughs> it in another, another like, but I went up to her, and I'm like, oh, I really love your work. And she's like, oh, thank you. So anyway, it was like an interesting little, little, um, waiting room and I got the feeling that things were a little bit rushed like I feel like I don't know about Danielle but for Nadia for sure I feel like someone might have dropped out like you know someone had been cast or had been attached and then it turned out she couldn't do it or for whatever reason so I felt like it was just like okay bring in everybody (laughs) so we were all in the room and I was just you know trying to listen to my walk my, my walkman yes it was a walkman at the time this was 2004 and <laughs> and just kind of like you know getting my getting my my groove on and then i went in there and in the room there was um damon there was david fury who awesome writer he uh, he wrote the episode and 
Um, I'm thinking that might have been all of the faces that I remember from who uh, there was. There was um, Carlton wasn't there yet, and um, uh, Brian Burke. I don't know if he was there, but I know that Damon and um, David Fury were there. And it was like, I thought I was going in there to be put on tape or whatever, and I walk in, and it's like, and there's the boardroom. <laughs> it was just, it was a little daunting. And so, yeah, I did the audition. It felt good, and I left. And then, like, you know, maybe 3 o'clock that day, the appointment, I, it's, I know, it's crazy that I, I remember the, these many details about it, but <laughs> I think the appointment was around 11 o'clock, and then maybe around 3, I got a call from my agent saying, like, okay, they like you, they're not, hiring you right now <laughs> but they have to send the tape to hawaii because the director was already in hawaii um filming so it was three hours behind and he was scouting or whatever and she's just like you know um but you're not planning to leave the country anytime soon or anything are you <laughs> no i'll stick around i guess so i remember that was like um, and this is, see, listen to a Cancerian. I remember every detail. Um, that was on a Wednesday, and then Thursday all day long, I don't hear anything. And I'm like, okay, whatever, whatever, uh, you know, which is the way you have to wrap your mind around things when you're an actress, which is like, if it doesn't happen, it's not meant to be. Yeah. Although I really freaking wanted it, whatever. <laughs> um, and then at like 8 o'clock that night, I got a call from my agent. <laughs> so she was like, yep, yeah, okay, cool. You're in. And then, answering your question uh, in a very roundabout way, uh, she said tomorrow, which would be um, Friday, they want you to go down for, like, a little photo shoot to Burbank. Um, I, you know, it's just, like, to take pictures of the character because they have to interject it into this other episode, which is airing, like, you know, next week in post. So that's when I went down, and I took those little pictures that Saeed has with him all the time. And um, I didn't know, I, I knew from the script, uh, kind of, I just knew what you know from the Solitary mm -hmm. about the character. That's basically it. Um, and so it's sort of like I was figuring, okay, when we're taking the pictures, it's just like maybe it's my brother taking my picture, like, in Iraq at some point. You know what I mean? There wasn't a lot behind it. Um, it was just like, oh, um, I remember... <laughs> the person who was taking my picture was like, okay, this is a note from the director. How about like a, a sheepish grin? I'm like, a sheepish <laughs> grin? <laughs> what, what is a sheepish grin? <laughs> okay, I'll do, my, I'll do my take of a sheepish grin. <laughs> so what you, are, what you are seeing in those pictures of Nadia that Saeed is always holding is my version of a sheepish grin. Sheepish grin. Sheepish grin, Nadia. Okay, I'm going to remember that now when I watch that scene. Sheepish grin, so... There is all of my information about me booking it and those pictures. Um, yeah, and then I actually didn't go out to film for another probably week and a half after the pictures were taken. Wow. Um, yeah. So what was it? I mean, the, the, that obviously the, the first episode you're in, you know, the great scene, sort of the, the prison sort of scenes there with Naveen. And I mean, that must have been sort of a, an interesting way for you to be able to kind of get these characters, you said. And given that you also mentioned you don't really have a whole lot of information because that was kind of a thing. We, we spoke to MC Ganey recently and he sort of said that you'd not just told much about your character because it's kind of like the, the audience is watching as well as you playing the role. You're kind of not getting as much of a background, I guess, as you would for other roles. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I don't. I think for TV, I, if if it's a guest star like a one-off, you're pretty much gonna know all you have to know, and then you make up the rest. 
But when it comes to loss, since you don't know if you're coming back, you don't know, like, what they have in store for you, you don't know if you're going to turn out to be an evil character. You have no idea. So um, you really had to, you, you had to play it, like, in the moment. Like, what's the information in this script? And I'm going to then play that. And, you know, I'll have that make sense to me. But you don't, I mean... For all I know, I, I I could have ended up working for Widmore. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? That so, would have been a good twist. There's no way. <laughs> right? There's no way I could have played that in solitary. <laughs> <laughs> so you just kind of go episode by episode, you know? So uh, you, you appeared in a few episodes with um, a bunch of different actors, but easily the one that you worked with the most during the show is Naveen Andrews. Uh can you tell us a little bit about working with him and uh, the experiences you have with him throughout the different seasons and episodes of Lost you appeared in? Sure. What what had he been vocal about? Oh no, I was just saying that we haven't really heard much from him in terms of Lost. Like he's oh. talked about how he never really watched the show, and uh, we don't yeah, really know too much nice. his experiences of Lost. But could you tell us uh, your point of view of working yeah, with Naveen? Told me that too. I, I found that very hard to believe, but I think it's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he said that he saw like one when I. When, um, this was, he said he saw like one. It was you know when everyone had just come out there, and I, maybe they watched the pilot together. It was like at some sort of a a gathering. And he said after that he never wanted to do it again. So wow. <laughs> <laughs> he, he never wanted to watch another episode. Yeah, because he said it put him in his head. Like it made him self-conscious and it took him to a place that like he didn't really want to be working from. And I, you know, I respect that. I, I, I could not do that. Um, you know, even if I'm going to be hating everything I did, <laughs> I got to watch yeah. it. <laughs> You know, maybe his uh, maybe he's got the right idea, but um. But anyway, you had so good experiences working with Devine, yeah. Oh yeah, I I loved working with him. He was he's just really an actor's actor. He's very supportive of uh of he's very generous, and you find that a lot of actors, you know, that's that's let's just say that's rare. A lot of actors really are interested in their light. They're coming off the best they can. Um having you give them what they need to get where they want to go. I mean, it's like, it's it's kind of masturbatory. But with him, it was sort of like, okay, what what do you need? And it, I remember that kind of blew my mind that, like, my first time out, uh, you know, first episode with him, it was he's asking me what I need. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you're doing great, but thank you for asking. <laughs> That's so kind. Yeah, so he was always, he was always wonderful and supportive and, you know, he definitely is for the underdog, like for the for the person with less of a voice. So, you know, if it if it had come down to something with me in production or a director or something they were asking me to do I didn't want to do, I felt like, you know, he would have had my back, which was a lovely quality. So you can really sort of relax into a scene with somebody like that. And, of course, he got to practice your, uh, your Iraqi accents together as well because, of course, he's very <laughs> yes, British. Yes, and so did he. <laughs> very, very British. This, this is a very funny story. Um, I had, I, I did what I did in the audition, um, you know, doing my, my Iraqi accent. And then, um, once I found out I got the part, I was watching some episodes and saying, okay, what's he doing? What's he doing? Okay, so I'm going to sound a little like that. So, okay, should I integrate that? What should I do? So then when I show up on set, 
<laughs> at one point he says, okay, so now what are you doing? <laughs> like, meaning like, so what should he do? And I was like, I don't know, I'm doing what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so both of us kind of fa- found like the Dizraki version of Iraqi together. That's <laughs> Like funny. Disney Iraqi. Wow. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, well, we both sort of morphed into the same general area code, at least. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm sure all the Iraqi fans go, oh, yeah, no, they're from that area of, you know, that part of the country. So, like, you know, yep, that, that, I can see it. I can see what they're doing. (laughs) Yeah. They probably, they probably hated it, but, you know, America don't know. Well, we, we, we have a kind of a tendency (laughs) on the show, um, because obviously, you know, so much of the show is sort of set in the flashbacks and that in Australia. Uh, so we have a tendency to point nitpick, you know, scenes that they film in Sydney going, yeah, there's no way that's part of Sydney. That's impossible. That building doesn't exist there. That's there. So I can't imagine what the Iraqi sort of viewers are going like, oh, no, that bunker wouldn't be there. There's no way a guard would be doing that. Uh- <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Or is like, no, she didn't write that. Yeah. She wrote, see you next summer. Yes. We're going to be the best seniors ever. <laughs> the, um, the one thing, though, mentioning things that we sort of talked a lot about, you know, particularly sort of throughout the end of the first season and the second season with Saeed's character is his whole purpose, I guess, of being on that plane to LA was to go and meet you. And, you know, obviously, you know, that's kind of what drew in there and that's ultimately why he's on the crash. Yet he somehow manages, uh, despite the fact that, you know, Nadia is the love of his life, he's done so much to get to Nadia, he finds a young, attractive blonde woman and declares his love for her after they have sex in a tent. Uh, I mean, is that frustrating <laughs> for you? you you're, you're playing a character, but are you, like, going, like, no, like, he can't end up with Shannon. <laughs> like, come on, I'm Nadia. I'm the one waiting for him in L.A. <laughs> of course. And can I just say welcome to Los Angeles? Yeah. Um, but, but, yes, I mean, I can I can completely say it what, you know, seven, eight years later, seven years. But, yeah, absolutely. I was like, uh what the fuck? <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> and of course, it's the character, and the and I'll just say the byline: the writers had their reasons, whatever, whatever. Honestly, I think the reasons are they wanted to they wanted to reunite the cast, they wanted to reunite the original cast, they wanted to, you mm-hmm. know, Shannon's a like, you know, she became a likable character. I like Maggie Grace a lot. They obviously like her as an actress working with her. They wanted to have like as much of the original cast together as possible. And they kind of, I'm going to go out on a limb and say reconfigure the script in as many ways as possible to get everybody back together. (laughs) Like, you know, the the people that they wanted in the church, not what might have logically made sense, but uh, apparently they had some logic to why he would have ended up with, like, the blondie who he shagged in the tent, you know? (laughs) And and apparently uh, Nadia is hanging out with Saeed's brother or something like that in the article. Oh, lucky me. Lucky, lucky, lucky me. You get the brother. I, I get I get the uh, the prefab home <laughs> yeah. in the suburbs the bourbon Nadia. With, with the douchebag with you know bullet wounded what a way to spend the afterlife. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, people were saying, and I mean, I'm just gonna I'm gonna stick to this. Like, people were saying that you know that was Jack's version. So then maybe like you know, Saeed would have had his own version of the church or whatever. But yeah. I do think that as for the finale, it was 
yeah, absolutely disappointing. I was, you know, it would have been nice to be a part of it. I, you know, if mm-hmm. if they didn't think so, then that's cool too. But <laughs> it, it, I think that I think that I mean, a lot of people loved Shayid. They loved that connection. I don't get it, but. A lot of people adored it. And I can see, like, the kind of twisted, <laughs> nasty part of it that could be like, ooh, okay, that's kind of cool. But it's not something that I'd want to, like, rest on forever. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. At least me, personally, it did just sort of sit weird with me. Um, and not just because I was playing Nadia, because <laughs> it was just a little bit like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, but, of course, you did in true Lost fashion, get to return to the show in Season 6 after your death, which seems to be a recurring thing in Lost, that characters <laughs> yes. come back. Uh, so that must have been pretty cool to come back, at least in some part of the final season. Oh, yeah. In the final season, absolutely. And to have, you know, I have an episode that was sort of configured around us. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I have a kind of hard time wrapping my mind around Season 6. I mean, the conspiracists and the people who really go into detail in the show, they could do much better in explaining season six to me than I can. <laughs> I still struggle, because and I've seen it lots. Yeah? Yeah, season six is an interesting one. Yeah, I, I still, I, I, have a, I have a difficult time, absolutely. I mean, I can't say that I completely have my mind wrapped around what that was. Um, and... Like, as when it comes to playing it, which was my only job, really, you know, I figured, okay, so this is this is Nadia, but it's a different Nadia. Like, I don't think that I had been in prison. I don't think I had been um, interrogated by the Republican Guard. I think that this might have been a different version, like a sliding doors version of Nadia, uh, where this is I just got Nadia. married to the brother. Yeah, where I just got married to the brother. Um, and I didn't rebel, and I didn't sort of let that part of me out that, um, you know, got into trouble, but also connected myself to Saeed. I felt that it was just like, you know, okay, I just, you know, took the path of least resistance, married the bro, and came to America, you know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, So, a big part of your story was uh, with Naveen and Saeed, um, but you also made kind of little guest appearances, so could you talk a little bit about coming back uh, for Locke's episode in season two in lockdown. And also you were there in what was it supposed to be Manchester or London or something in Charlie's episode in season three. Can you talk a little bit about those little kind of cool side guest appearances, I guess? Yeah, I just, it was, those were surreal because you go out there for maybe, you know, two days, 48 hours. Um, (laughs) And, you know, it was great you got to go to Hawaii. <laughs> but, and it was wonderful if, like, you know, they flew you out on a Friday and didn't shoot till a Monday or something like that. Hmm. That was amazing. Um, weekend in Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you just get a weekend in Hawaii. Um, so I, I found those fascinating because, at least for the character, it's like, okay, so from there, oh, cool, she went to there. Like, I knew that I had come to America from uh, the finale in season one. So I knew that much. I didn't even know that until then. Um, when we I, we had to go out and take the library, pick, I, it's the library because it was outside of the um, I think Burbank Library, where we took those pictures with me, like where I'm supposed to be outside of the lab, hmm. potentially Woodmore. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 
I'm like, so I knew that I had made it to America, and it was like, right, awesome, cool. I didn't know the backstory behind that until I saw the episode, um, The Greater Good. And then when it came season two and we were in lockdown, it was like, okay, so she came to America, and she bought a house. <laughs> Very she's cool. She's doing well. Now, <laughs> I know, she's doing better than I am. So I was thinking to myself, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, so probably the CIA set her up a little bit, you know. Um, maybe she gave them information. They brought her to America because, uh, you know, she didn't do that on her own probably. Um, so she came to America, and now she's buying this house, which, you know, she still has to check out with the lock, make sure there aren't termites, which I don't know if that's what happens when the CIA buys the house, but <laughs> sure. <laughs> we'll ask some Why friends. Not? We'll ask some friends. We'll, we'll confirm that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Please do yes. look into that. Yes. So um, <laughs> then um, in, I think it was season three when uh, I'm getting mugged by the random English person. Yeah. Um, and I run into Charlie. It's like, okay, so between, okay, no, I get it. Between America and Iraq, we had a stopover in England where probably, and I, what I said was, okay, so if I'm in England, why am I, like, fighting this mugger with a knife for my purse? Okay, well, it has my papers in it. I said, okay, it has, the CIA set me up with false identity, and, they, <laughs> and that was my information so I could get to America. So that was how I put that together after the fact. So it's like, how does this work into the the tapestry, sort of, you know? It's all coming together so now. I found, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's at least what I made up. They, I don't know if they, maybe they thought I just wanted to keep my, you know, my MAC cosmetics. <laughs> I don't know what they thought I wanted to do. But I was like, okay, the reason that I am fighting this, this dude so hard is not just because it's wrong that he's trying to take my purse, but it's, you know, it's my papers. I'm screwed if I don't have them. So it that was actually fun. It was almost like a, a you know, kind of a, a scavenger hunt about finding out more about the character. Who would not end up in the church? Yes, who would not end <laughs> up in the church? Because Shannon got that distinction. So just so we know. You, you know what I think could have worked is, like, we are huge uh, Boone fans, you know, in Summerholder. So we're trying to, like, you know, so Nadia is with Boone. Let's be honest. She's in the background. There's Boone <laughs> in the right church. Then. And you're, you're hooking up with Ian Summerholder right at the end there. So I think that works for us. <laughs> That's the I've got my baked in muffins on the other side. Yes. I'm waiting yep, for him. Yep, no, exactly. That's exactly how it worked. Um, I mean, you obviously uh, were involved in the Twilight franchise. So, I mean, obviously Twilight has some diehard fans. Lost has some diehard fans. Who who are more uh, intense, yeah. the uh, the Lost or the uh, the Twilight fans? I love that question because they're <laughs> they're very similar, but um, because. The Twilight fans tend to be more female in general <laughs> and more, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, but they do, and mm. more um, either either younger or older, like meaning like there's definitely a demographic mm-hmm. and they're all awesome and they're all kind of bald to the wall, but I feel like they're just pure... Um, pure emotion mm-hmm. they're pure sort of um and i'm not i'm not saying that like that's how women are but i'm saying in in their fandom it's more like i love you forever i don't care what you do i don't care how long it's been since this franchise happened you have my heart like whatever it takes i mean i mean it's just like they are such um loyal fans 
And Lost is very loyal, too, but it's a lot more across the board. It's way more cerebral. It's people who love puzzles, love conspiracy theories, love sort of, you know, sussing out what everything means. Um, very, very smart, like super, super intelligent um, and intellectual, but just a little bit different. Like, they're just as loyal, but it's got to make sense. <laughs> you yep. know, it's like if it doesn't make sense, they're going to call it out. It's like with Twilight, nothing that has to make sense at all. <laughs> they just need to have shirtless vampires. Yeah, that's all that matters, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, werewolves and vampires sleeping together. Kristen, all that fun. Kristen Stewart just has to look blank. Um, <laughs> it's pretty much how Twilight works, right? I, I think I saw the first one once, and I just kind of went back to my normal life. So, <laughs> and you just and you just recovered. I will tell you one thing um and i don't mean this in any derogatory way i love Kristen stewart Mm -hmm. like it's not like oh i didn't think i would but there's a lot of just sort of flack about her she is honestly the coolest chick like so so cool and so and so is rob like they're both like they were both really just down to earth and awesome people you know i had my other Picks and not so much, <laughs> but <laughs> as for those two, I can give you like my I can give you my my full on assessment. Like they're they're rad. They're really really cool people. But Taylor, he's oh, a douche. Taylor Lautner, we don't like him. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly didn't spend a lot of time with him. He seemed cool. He seemed nice. He seemed nice. And we'll we stop can, the conversation there yes. because I don't think we can go a lot further. No. Oh, I can also say Kellen Lutz was awesome. Okay, good. Right. That, that's um, the one I was waiting for. You, I'm glad you did Okay, okay. I'll up. shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, there you go. Uh, and we're done. Yeah. Yeah, that's the Twilight, twilight conversation. <laughs> um, so okay. we'll, we'll, we'll start to close this off, uh, Andrea, but do you want to... Uh, do, do you have any kind of upcoming projects or anything in the works that you want to kind of talk about, anything you can talk about, uh, anything excited for the future? <laughs> oh, waking up and living another day. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just got a cat. Awesome. What's its name? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I've had this little cough. Never mind. Um, no, I, I've, I've been, um, I, I, the things that I'm involved with right now, I can't quite divulge at the mo. Mm-hmm. But, um, Lost two. Yeah, but. <laughs> no, actually, hang I, on. I will be interrogated and I will be tortured. I can, I can, so, yeah. you can officially confirm, Andrea, you know, J.J. Abrams, you're in Star Wars Episode Nine, aren't you? Just, you can announce it today. Yeah, we know the uh, truth. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> Fill the beans, why don't you, Ben? Yes, Thanks. yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but in, in the meantime, I really did just get a cat. <laughs> <laughs> is this on Instagram? Can we see this cat? Like, I, I feel this is the star of the interview it all of a sudden. It is on Instagram. <laughs> it's totally on Instagram. And it's oh. also, uh, some, I think, on Twitter, I don't think I divulged the cat. You know what, um... I need more Twitter Twitter followers. I just plug lost yourself, like three hundred. Like, plug yourself right now. Where can people follow? Where can people see the cat on Instagram? What's your What's your Twitter handle? Let our listeners know. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna blow it out right now. Okay, so on on Twitter it's a Gabriel tweet. Okay, wow, like it. And I just I on there I post a lot of snarky memes and whatever, and I probably could get more personal. Maybe that's why I lost so many people. But they're we really funny memes. memes. <laughs> Thank you. And I'm like I, 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 I like 
I cultivate them. I look for them online at 3 a.m. and I save them. And then I'm like, and then I, I work really hard, people. I'm not, I'm not, not trying. And then, um, and then on Instagram, get maybe a little more personal, but different snarky memes. See, because I am not, a stu- I, I will keep the memes separate. I will not re-meme ever. Um, and so that one is, <laughs> I won't re-meme. That's on the, on the gram. O-N-D-Y-G-R-A-M, Ondigram. Ondigram. So, and I'm, I mean, I'm still getting the hang of, of Instagram. I, I don't have a lifestyle brand. I don't have, like, the best eye. I'm not a super girly girl. Like, I just, it's more snarky memes, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally oh, looking Damon you Lindelof up. Damon Lindelof posts snarky on Instagram. <laughs> okay. So if, if Damon Lindelof can do it, you can post them too. Yes, yes, exactly. exactly. There you go. I'm trying to find you now because I really desperately want to see this cat. Um, so, um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. It's the cat's name, Nadia. right next to Oh look! Oh, there it or is. Saeed the cat. Oh, I just I just followed you, you FYR. Can? You can follow us back. But um, oh, so your cat had a dentist appointment. How did that did that go all right? Did it or I had a dentist. Oh, you had. Oh, great. <laughs> well, I mean, cats have teeth too, don't they? That was me. <laughs> that was me. The cat. The cat is still waiting for its second. Second set of teeth. <laughs> oh Lord! Sorry, I just, I just legitimately was, was picturing this cat, like in a dentist chair, um, you know, with like the little thing around its chest. Oh my and... god! <laughs> um, oh my god. Yeah. No, the cat did not have a dentist appointment. <laughs> this, this interview turned weird all of a sudden. Uh, Andrew, I will say, um, thank you so much for joining us. It has been a lot of fun to chat to you about uh, Lost and uh, Twilight and. Your cat going to the dentist. Um, so, yeah. But by all means, uh, we. She has perfect teeth. Yes, she does. She does. I, I can maybe not see because I didn't see its teeth. But uh, we, <laughs> we would definitely have to do this again, chat more. Maybe we'll get some uh, sort of more listener interaction and kind of get some questions and some call ins and things like that. But uh, we really do appreciate your time here on the Oz Network today. And uh, thank you so much for joining us. It's my pleasure. And you can always ask me who I li- I'll never say who I don't like, but I will always tell you who I like. And a big thanks to Andrea and her management for organising that. And I should also mention to Noah, I didn't even tease the fact that he was going to be in this interview. Uh, thanks to Noah for joining us there as well. Plenty more interviews lined up. Lost fans will love. We've also got Third Watch and Nip Tuck interviews coming your way as well. Our regular recaps of all those shows, of course, happening each week. Our Lost ones, of course, come out on a Monday for our Lost fans. Make sure you tune into those and uh, hear them the best that you can. Like us on our social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, of course, on YouTube as well as Instagram and remember to be on Spotify, Stitcher and uh, iTunes already said Instagram if you wish to subscribe to those and get them directly to your devices. In the meantime, this has been the Oz Network. My name has been Ben. We'll speak to you next time. Good night. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net